0: And I can't wait to hear your podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Now go out there and make some podcasts. And we're live, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Whitfield Report, I am your host, Sam Whitfield, uh, broadcasting live from South Florida here at the uh, NGC Studios, and uh, my guest tonight is uh, Ryan uh, Hofer from... Uh, Ch- Marhofer, yeah. Marhofer, yeah, sorry, uh, I should have asked you if it's I... It's right. it's yeah. everyone. Um he is a uh, college Republican from Chapman University out in uh, California, and I believe that's where uh, Hugh Hewitt is a professor uh, as, yeah. as well, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, yeah, he
1: teaches at our law at our law school.
0: Have have you have you met him? I I had the opportunity to meet him a few years ago.
1: So I haven't. I've had friends who've met him though.
0: Yeah, he's a he's a super nice guy, I, he's a super nice guy, I was, uh, disappointed that he, uh, I was disappointed that he didn't voice Trump, but at the same time, he also has shown me a great deal of support, so, you know, um, but anyway, uh, Ryan, thank you for, uh, coming on the program, and you, sir, have a very interesting, uh, background yourself, um, real quick before we dive into topics, uh, I always just like to ask my guests uh, a little bit of background on my, on themselves, so uh, just feel free to uh, tell us about yourself and uh, kind of what your background is, how you got started in politics and, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera.
1: So. Yeah, well, I was never really politically active. My parents were never really that big into politics. I guess my grandparents were, but everyone's grandparents are. And uh, uh, in high school, I just started leaning right. I started looking into gun control and I saw how many fallacious arguments there are for gun control uh, for those uh, guns or like super heavy regulation. Then I realized it was the same type of fallacious about abortion or immigration or even when you talk about. Uh like race issues, police, different things like that. It, it's the same everywhere. And so that that's just kind of what pushed me right was my quest to find the facts and I found that it's there's really only one site that seems to be on the side of the facts most of the time.
0: Interesting. was there any uh, was there any like particular event that I guess pushed you to the right or it, it just kind of happened?
1: Uh, There was never really like an eye-opening moment, I guess. When my article came out on Chapman, I wasn't involved with any political groups then. and But after it came out and there was that big uh, outrage over everything, I thought uh, the Libertarian Club would contact me or I thought maybe a Democrat Club or something. It was only the Republican Club's. That contacted me, and it was like every member of the Republican Club.
0: Yeah, well, let's uh, let's dive in into that um, since that's kind of what you're uh, known for. Um, so, uh, I couldn't find the date or the the byline when I first read it, which was which was weird. How how long ago did you write that article? What-
1: it was the end of October 2017.
0: Okay, so it's it's still fair, fairly recently and uh folks, for those of you uh viewing this on Facebook uh live um you you should be able to see I have um I have Ryan's article um here on, uh, on my web browser, if it'll, if it'll open, and, uh, I'll include a link to this in the, uh, uh, show notes as well, uh, basically, Ryan, why don't you, uh, explain a little bit, for those listening on the auto podcast, what your, uh, article was about, it, it's pretty, it's pretty fa- mm-hmm. fascinating, and, uh, I know you'll do it more justice than I could, could, so...
1: So, the headline of the article was Diversity of Skin Color is Nothing Compared to Diversity of Opinion, and maybe a. That's a completely non controversial thing to say, and I didn't think it was going to be that controversial. I made that headline. I, my article was about diversity of opinion because I wanted to make it ironic when the newspaper refused to publish it. So, so. It was like my intention was the newspaper is refusing to publish a non-controversial thing, calling for all opinions to be heard.
0: Right. Uh, what what prom what prompted you
1: to write the uh-huh. article
0: in, in the first place?
1: So I had sent them in another article talking about phobias, and I said basically calling someone say a a homophobia is non-productive because not only if by labeling say like uh, bigots hateful bigots uh by labeling them as victims of a phobia you're lessening their hatred and then by applying that same label to people who s- simply disagree with homosexuality and say eh or eh, i'm i'm not that into it right you're giving them the same label it's just not productive and they were like, they gave me a BS reason for why they wouldn't publish it. And I said, okay, fair game. I'll play your game. Well, so, uh, well. It, so then I wrote the next article.
0: Yeah, and then uh, interesting enough, uh, your website Google Chrome is not wanting to is not wanting to load your article all, all of a sudden, even though I just had it up here a few minutes ago. So uh, that that's oddly kind of suspicious but maybe it's just uh, maybe it's just tech tech issues too I, I don't I don't know but uh, regard regardless um, it seems interesting to me and I'll link the article for people uh, in the show notes so they they can read anyway but I was reading some of the some of the comments that a lot of people uh, made some of them were good mm-hmm. but the vast majority of them were uh, you know, just ones accusing you of white supremacy. Um, I guess, um, uh, what what were some of the other ones? Some of them were just
1: ridiculous. Re- white this. supremacy, white privilege, uneducated white boy, uh, cis white male, just like all that different stuff.
0: I, I want to say there was one calling for... For you to get beaten up or even killed, but I, I don't know if I don't know if that was actually um, in the comments. But either way, there were there were some pretty uh, bad ones. Also, uh,
1: yeah, there's different stuff on Facebook and Twitter too.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that that's interesting. And I mean, Chapman University, in terms of uh, you know universities out in California, obviously uh, everyone knows that UC uh, Berkeley is far left but chapman mm-hmm. chapman if they if they have professors like hugh hewitt i i ima- i imagine that they well i mean uh, it's a university so i suppose it's still somewhat liberal but uh i mean i don't know how how liberal would you say
1: chapman is, is like- Major majority of students and faculty are liberal
0: okay yeah that's so, but it's, yeah, you'll
1: be hard pressed to find a university that isn't
0: right. So it, it's not it's not Berkeley bad, but it's it's still pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, so how? So after you got the at the back outlash, uh, how did you? How did you respond? How did your uh, fans respond? Did um, you know, did you have to take like? Did you have to get protection
1: or anything like? Yeah. Like that or, yeah. So in the article, I talked about how, um, like, in the quest for inclusion and diversity, uh, uh, voices were being shut down, like Ben Shapiro. That's a very simple example. Like, he was banned from UCLA for a period of time, and then yeah. they caught it, got it back. Um, and I said, This is happening on campuses. It's done in the name of inclusion, and it's bad. And then people thought I was talking about purely Chapman University and Chapman University does that. And Chapman University is actually one of the better examples of universities in America. Right. Real quick comment that said, just so you know, I was talking about campuses nationally in America, not Chapman University, which I thought was already pretty clear, but just to get rid of any other confusion. And then I said I was arguing for diversity of opinion. I'm not a racist, hate me if you wish in the comment. And that was the only comment that I had said even cuz I wasn't going to respond to all was it at now 210?
0: Yeah, and it's yeah. it's
1: yeah, it's gotten like some uh-huh.
0: I mean, yeah, I, I mean I get pretty ridiculous comments too. You you can't you can't respond to them all
1: so yeah and then and then after those comments came out so it was published on a sunday night it got flooded with comments sunday night like 3 a.m 4 a.m all that stuff monday morning all that and i had my first class was 2 30 i think so i wasn't going to be on campus until later in the day someone face messaged me on facebook who is liberal and he was like hey just so you know I heard my liberal friends talking about ganging up against you on campus. And so I was like, oh, crap, like this can actually like end up in me being physically hurt. Yeah. So I wasn't going to go. But then I have a friend who's like in conservative media and all that. And he said, no, Ryan, go. It's going to be a huge story and a great story if you go, if people beat you up for calling for all opinions to be heard. So I was like, "Uh, I'll, I'll bite the bullet, I'll take one for the team, and I'll risk, my, I'll risk myself. But, uh, but nobody came up to me and said anything. I got a lot of dirty looks from people who I could tell woulda, wouldn't have liked me even without the article. But besides that, everybody's big and bad on the internet, but nobody wants to say anything to me in person.
0: Yeah, well, the the other thing, to, the two, there's that, but then you're also lucky that you uh, that you uh, don't have any anti- or, I, I mean, I don't want to jinx you, but, I mean, as far as you know, there there aren't any anti- people. No.
1: Yeah, yeah so, so Chamin isn't. I mean, Chapman has some pretty radical stuff, but it's not like, and we do have communists and all that, but it's not, I don't think it's really turned violent. Yeah, and all and also all my classes were in the business school, which helps.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so they're so they're pretty much all capitalists anyway. So. Yeah. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, and then, so, so I'm, so I'm a little um, confused. So, did you write the article post Milo, or I mean, post or post Shapiro? Because I know that.
1: Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh. Both. I wrote it both post Milo. And Shapiro, and I mentioned them both in my article about how they both were not allowed on campuses because, and the reasoning was, was these guys are dangerous; they're non-inclusive, so so we must use violence, or we must just ban their speech.
0: Yeah, which 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 is absurd because I mean, I mean Ben is I I, I love I love Ben Shapiro as well. I mean I I know that he and Milo. Hate each other's guts, but I, uh-huh. but I, I actually like them both. Uh, I actually, I've never met Ben, but I, I actually had him on my show uh, back, right after. That's pretty cool. Right after uh, Andrew Breitbart died, so he wasn't, mm-hmm. I, he wasn't quite as famous, but I mean, I, I like him and I, I, I like Milo too. The, the notion that either
1: those two guys would be uh, violent in any way is just. Yeah, if uh, you've seen I'm Ben sure. Shapiro in real life, if he's starting a fight, he's not winning it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh uh-huh.
0: Well, well, he he would he would probably <laughs> out uh he would probably just out argue everyone, and they would be like, "Wait, what?"
1: Yeah, what for sure. Know? The guy's a genius. Uh huh. Yeah.
0: Well, 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 yeah. He has like he has like an I, I think he has like an IQ of like two hundred or or something. Yeah, so, I don't yeah. doubt it. So. It's up there. Yeah, I mean he went. He went to he went to Harvard Law School when he was like fourteen. So yeah,
1: uh huh. Um, yeah, so you know, and
0: and I mean Milo's. I mean Milo's somewhat of a troll, but he's also you know brutally intellectual, too. Uh huh. So, um, and Milo is actually kind of interestingly enough, folks. For those of you who don't know, uh, apparently Milo screenshotted my uh, Facebook profile, um, on his Snapchat, on his, no, it was Instagram, um, yeah and it- yeah, which I, I had, I had, which I had sent him a, I had sent him a friend request on his personal profile, like, five, maybe six months ago, and he, he still hasn't accepted it, he hasn't <laughs> done anything with it, but apparently he looked at it on the same tab as, uh, the Weekly Standard, which uh, I that that part was kind of insulting because I, <laughs> I don't like Bill of crystal so uh very uh-huh. much so to be in the same tab as his publication I mean it, it was cool but uh, and as a result here we are but uh anyway you mentioned that gun control is one topic that you were that you're you know interested in as well and uh-huh. and uh you know obviously in the news this week, and you know last week we have the Florida shooting, which is in my neck of the woods and unfortunately, I'm not super close to that area, but uh i mean wh- what do you make of that and all the politics going around
1: that yeah, I mean it's just what it seems like people are doing is they're they're taking an emotionally something very simple like ban all guns or ban all AR-15s. And then everybody cheers and they feel like a good person without actually producing anything. Which is, if you saw uh, the town hall of the sheriff of that county with uh, Dana Leish, and and it was, it was so sad how you saw the sheriff look Dana Leish in her eyes and say, no, the NRA was at fault for this. The NRA is a bad group of people, and we need to regulate guns and all this stuff. When really it was his sheriff's department that waited outside wow. while the shooter was killing kids. Yeah. It was his department that received calls tens of times and didn't act on it. Then when there was the actual shooting, they waited outside. And I think one guy quit because he felt so bad, and he should have because he let kids die
0: right, well, I mean, so i i I didn't see the whole town hall because it was it was lengthy, and i don't have, I don't have cable either, so i i I stream everything uh, online, but i I saw that clip, and i mean the, i i hate i I hate to say i i was I was talking to a friend about this uh, on on the phone yesterday. And, I mean, part of me does, does feel guilty because when, when I heard about the shooting, um, you know, normally the first thing that people think and, you know, that they rightly should was, is, you know, oh, my God, you know, how sad and how, how tragic. Mm-hmm. But we're at the point now where I don't know about you, but my first reaction was not this is sad, but oh, great, this is going to be another... Attempt to politicize this and turn a, turn a gun grab, and, and I mean, yeah, and I mean, I, I feel like really crappy for you know for thinking that and feeling that, but at the same time, it's like, well, that that's kind of where we're at, and um, you know, and what what's even what's even more um, I guess, frightening to me isn't so much. I mean, the gun control thing is scary, but what's even more scary is all these conservatives who have been speaking out against, you know, the, the sheriff's office and the whole CNN town hall thing that they did on Twitter, a lot of them, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you've heard, but they've gotten shadow.
1: Oh, have they shadow banned?
0: Well, I don't. I mean part of it might be Alex Jones, you know, InfoWars conspiracy stuff. I, I will say that there was that there were some pretty notable um you know conservative commentators in our ilk who were um who were saying um that they had their accounts limited on Twitter and that, you know, they were they were restricted and, and supposedly Uh, Twitter's whole whole excuse is that they're trying to clean out uh, Russian bots, and that's been their whole narrative uh, for months now. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I mean, I don't know if that's, uh, you know, true or not. So, I mean, it's just... It's not. Yeah. Yeah. what do you think of uh, Trump's reaction, and just kind of moving on to another topic, how do you think he's doing uh, as president uh, as
1: a whole? Well, Trump's reaction, I mean, Trump's reaction could have been the biggest news story, bigger than the gun shooting, and it wasn't. Because right. if he had one step out of line, CNN would have gobbled it up and broadcast it 24-7, and then not broadcast their kids their select few right and uh but he didn't he actually proposed gun control he listened to the victims uh he he listened he visited the other victims in hospitals he did all he did everything he needs to do and then he actually proposed a solution which was more sense of background checks and i think he wants it done. Yeah,
0: well, he he wants um he wants I guess bump stocks banned, which to me yeah, which to me actually doesn't seem like a that bad of an idea mm-hmm. from from what I've read. I mean, he, here's the thing that's also really kind of I kind of feel bad for for Trump because on the one hand, uh, you know I think what he's actually being pretty sensible, but at the same time now you kind of have both the hard right and the hard left the hard left is obviously saying that he's not doing enough but even some of the you know i mean I, i'm not i'm not a gun owner i'm not as much of a gun expert as some of the people I, be, I believe in the second amendment but at the same time mm-hmm. uh you know i don't think what he's proposing in terms of um you know stricter background checks i don't think that's all out, out, that all that outrageous and it doesn't seem like he can win with other with either side but you know i guess when you're president you you get put into those situations as well
1: so yeah i don't necessarily agree with the stocks thing it's like an it's like a novelty but i'd rather lose the stocks than lose the ar 15
0: right right well i, I mean right I mean, it's it's kind of one of those things where you you know you lose one, it's kind of a slippery slope. Um, yeah, I, I was also listening to uh, Joe Rogan's podcast uh, today. I don't know if you know who he is. Um,
1: I know who Joe Rogan is. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I I assume you would. Um, well, mm-hmm. he's, well, he's talked about this before on his podcast, but the amount of people on antipsychotics and medications yep. too is some. Is really something that I think more than anything, and, I, and I've I've said this even when, you know when there haven't been in, in shootings the amount of the amount of prescription drug commercials just in general, and you know the pharmaceutical industry is I mean it's it's insane, I, especially for antidepressants and antipsychotics. So you know I think if we ought to regulate anything, it's you know it's the it's the f FDA in, in the drug industry, but that's just me. So
1: yeah, yeah, I'm fine if the FDA gets slashed in half, so we can actually get some drugs passed and get a little competition in that market. But uh, yeah, I mean, with the drugs, um, I think Milo Yiannopoulos actually did an article about it uh, a few years ago. I have it bookmarked. So I could send it to you. It's a really good article, and he takes every mass shooter in the since like the Virginia tech shootings and, and it, it's every mass shooter who wasn't doing it in the name of Allah. And they were on psychotropic drugs or psychotropic, however you say it. Drugs that affected their conscious, their view on reality, their, the distinction between right and wrong. And, every single one of them was on some different type of drug and it's and he said it's almost as if america is replacing parenting and an acceptance that boys are naturally boisterous and more active than girls with pills yeah so oh this boy is active he must have something here's a prescription
0: well and i mean i i'm a i'm a few years i'm a few years older than 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 you i'm i'm Uh uh-huh i'm 23 and you're nine you're 19 yeah i just turned 20 oh so happy uh happy belated birthday well thank you so yeah i just turned uh 23 but
1: yeah
0: our our, uh thank you but our generation the, the millennials i we were the first ones i really feel like in terms of the boys to i mean i know people in my kindergarten class who were on ritalin um you know, and all wow. those focus drugs And, I mean, from what my mother tell tel- tells me uh, The teachers wanted to put me on it But she threatened to sue the school district if, if they did So, Good. you know, luckily I was never on any of that crap um, Okay, we, I'm, we have a couple of uh, comments One of our uh, viewers on Facebook wants to know uh, Matt He wants to know... Uh, what your opinion on ab- abortion is? Just kind of on and off
1: topic. Um, so, abortion. I actually wrote an op-ed about this one too. If you just Google my name, you'll find. Yeah, it was the first one I ever did, and uh, and my view has evolved a little past it past that time, which was a little over a year ago, I think. Uh-huh. But anyways. I think life does begin at conception. You are killing a human being, uh, just one that's less developed than you are. That's just the fact of the matter, accept it. And then uh, um, I'm fine if we ban all abortion, 100%. But realistically speaking, I think the best way to do it is ban abortion for those who do it out of convenience. And allow abortion for incest and rape and stuff like that. I think that's the best compromise. I think that's the only way that we can go in America. Yeah,
0: kind of go the kind mm-hmm. of go the, the bill Clinton way of uh, which is I which I is ironic, but the the Bill Clinton policy of uh, you know few and safe but few. So mm-hmm. um yeah. I mean it's so that was uh, that was one question. We don't have uh, any others at the uh, moment. Um, what other – do you have any other topics that you would like to uh, bring up? Anything that kind of has been on your uh, mind in terms of politics? Well, you
1: asked me about Trump's performance
0: yeah, o- besides
1: the shooting, and that's actually what my next article is about. Yeah. Hopefully it gets published. I keep emailing them. I'm like, hey, just by the way, it's going to be published tomorrow or Monday, right? Right? And and they haven't responded yet. But that's what my article is about. I think it's far better than anyone expected. If you look at the articles back in 2016, um, before Trump was elected and after, before he was in office, every article was predicting apocalypse. Mark Cuban said the mar- he was 100% sure the markets were going to crash. There was um, Kurt Eichenwald, I think is his name. He sold his kids' college savings funds. He said, uh, I can't trust it." the Trump economy, which is right, sad because right. his kids just lost out on a lot of money for college. Um, yeah, people were saying he's going to start World War Three. Yep started, and uh, um, they're saying, oh, he's going to get new North Korea to bomb us, he's going to make relations so much worse. Then the South Korean president credits Trump for renewing talks between South and North Korea, Trump gets the economy back, Dow Jones is having the best run since FDR, you know, unemployment is at, what, a 17-year low, black and Hispanic unemployment. Is at the lowest levels ever. Food stamps are down by 2 million. It was like a 10 million increase under Obama, which is ridiculous. Obama just grew the state. Um, Trump is downsizing the economy. He's he's getting rid of federal employees. I think Obama hired like 250,000 federal employees during his time, just totally increasing the bureaucratic authoritarian state. Which is which is never in the benefit of the citizen right uh, I mean I mean the economy is really a huge thing illegal immigration he's finally not limiting which laws ice can enforce immigration customs enforcement and uh, border patrol um, oh you can only enforce these laws oh you can only deport them if they're a felon or <clears throat> like been convicted of three crimes or whatever it was now he's saying if they've been convicted go if you catch them have them go um so yeah i think border crossings are down at a 45 year low illegal border crossings that is um yeah i think ice arrested like over a hundred thousand people and 92 percent of them were criminals or or um, were fugitives and different things like that. They have all the statistics on it. I put it in my edit. I reread my article a million times, so that's why I'm just getting these figures automatically. Um, I mean, he destroyed ISIS. ISIS is done. It's Obama struggled so much with ISIS. And Trump, because Trump is an honest man and he knows when he doesn't know everything. And so what Trump did was he delegated authority he gave it to the Pentagon. He gave it to generals. Mattis said, like, the military finally has its power back. And he said, you guys know what to do. I don't. Yeah. So Obama was an overeducated community organizer. He said, no, I know. I know what's best. Trump said, I'm a businessman from Queens. You guys went to West Point. You guys saw combat. You know what's best. So he said, you guys go, send out special forces. Um, go raid houses direct airstrikes, um, work with the Kurds, or um, the Syrian rebels, or the Iraqis, or whatever. Every ISIS stronghold has been freed. I think ISIS has a few towns left, and that's it, but the caliphate has been destroyed. The Islamic State has been destroyed, which is great. Um, uh, Many people said that ISIS was going to be a generations-long thing, but actually in all that time it took Bush to get rid of um, Al Qaeda or um, the Taliban, and all that time it took Obama to get rid of ISIS, Trump was able to do what they were never really fully able to do in one year.
0: Well, I mean, well, some people It's
1: just mind-boggling. Yeah,
0: yeah. Some people, and I don't, I don't fully agree with this, but I see where people are coming from. But there, you know, there are those people who. Say that you know Obama and Hillary created ISIS, and I think well, Obama yeah. inadvertently armed ISIS. Right? Yeah. Uh
1: huh.
0: Right? Yeah. I I think I think to say that he created ISIS is a, is a bit far fetched, but yeah, he, mm. he definitely he definitely armed uh, some of the you know radicals indirectly. He also armed a lot of the uh, you know a lot of people don't remember with uh, Fast and Furious uh yep. early on in his administration, he also uh, armed a lot of the drug lords uh, in Mexico. And now uh, now Mexico is, is like – it's like narcos all over again. So,
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, no. There were border patrol agents that were killed with the weapons that Obama had given to these gangs. And the reason was was because he wanted to track the movement of the guns and see if they came back into America. Yeah. Why? Why do you care, buddy? I, we know guns are coming in from Mexico. The majority of illegal guns come in from Mexico.
0: Well, and it's...
1: it's build all... a wall if you want to end that.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, build a wall. That, that's, that's the other thing, is... Uh, do you think Trump is going to, to build the wall, or... I, I know... Oh, he
1: has to. Yeah. He won't be reelected if he doesn't.
0: Well, I, I know... Yeah.
1: This, the foundation of his entire political career. Yeah, well, that...
0: Well, that and MAGA and MAGA babes too, and uh, uh-huh. all that. So, mm-hmm. um, but uh, yeah, it, I mean, in terms of the wall, I definitely know he's going to, to build it. I, 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 I've told people though, I think they should calm down just, just a bit because, I mean, obviously building a wall and, and in order to make it efficient and whatnot is going to take some, some time,
1: and I, I guess they're working on designs. Yeah, so what I guess they're going to do is they're going to have, like, the first 10 feet or whatever be uh, poles, like, uh, like, pole-shaped, like, um, diamonds, I guess. And uh, uh, they're going to be, like, thick steel or something. And they're also going to go underground stop uh, um, to stop uh, people from tunneling under. And then there's going to be concrete for, like, the next 10 feet above the poles.
0: Yeah. I, uh... I st- uh... I saw a funny meme uh, earlier today that uh, Trump is watching the uh, the Paul the Walters in, in the in the Olympics to see how high the uh huh to That's see funny. uh to see how high the uh, the Mexicans can uh can jump. So yeah, he'll uh, he'll definitely have to you know check for that too. But yeah, I mean, I I certainly think I mean what a lot of people forget too with the walls, you know, we'd stop. It's not just immigrants coming from Mexico. I mean, it's a lot of, it's a lot of people coming in from the Middle East to you know and changing their appearance to look Hispanic and whatnot. Yep. Um, I
1: mean, exactly. Yeah. And it's yeah. not just Mexico. It's every country below Mexico, and none of them are necessarily good countries. Right. So, um, in fact, Mexico has been fed up with America's tougher border control. Because now they're complaining of all these criminals and rapists and whatnot getting stuck in Mexico, getting stuck in their neighborhoods.
0: Right. Well, Well, I mean, basically, Vincendi Fox—I Fox, I can't remember if it was Vincendi Fox or one of the Mexican presidents—basically admitted that Mexico's prison population is so overwhelmed that basically they just dump their felons into— our country, and other countries, which is... Yeah, like the Mariel Bolt
1: lift. Yeah, which uh, is... Which, was, which is uh, lovely. What did. So... Yeah. yeah.
0: I say that with complete sarcasm, so...
1: Yeah. But, uh,
0: yeah, I mean... I mean, uh, in terms of policy, Trump can't... You know, he hasn't done anything that I could disagree with so far in terms of policy. Um... You know, and I, I, think Scott Adams pointed out a few months ago that all of the complaints that you know people have on Trump is all based on stuff that he, you know, tweets out or or says yeah. and and whatnot. And you know, I, 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 do think that early on he could he could be a bit of a he could be a bit of a loud mouth and whatnot. But I, mm-hmm. you know, he, he's he's definitely becoming more presidential. He, I I would argue that he might not be as charismatic sounding as Obama was, but he, he also sounds more pre-
1: presidential, so. I think he definitely conveys more authority and more, uh, um, more success.
0: Yeah. Um, in terms of the election and just political activism, what, what do you think, uh, really helped conservatives win the election and, uh, What do you think that conservatives need to do better in terms of activism going forward?
1: I think there were two things that really helped uh, us win in 2016 and also um, Congress in 2014, I think, were the big years. And uh, uh, I think it's two things, Obama and the Tea Party. The Tea Party was such a unique movement. It got all these people of all these different colors, races, um, income classes, income brackets, um, and brought all these people together over taxes, um, American strength, and it was just such a solid grassroots movement.
0: Yeah huh Uh that that was definitely that was kind of when I started uh, you know, getting really involved when I was uh in high school. That was that was definitely a you know, a, a great time to uh you know, be involved. It was it was hard when uh you know, Obama got reelected in twelve and especially after Breitbart mm-hmm. died. Um but, you know, I, I, I feel kind of like that's also kind of when Milo, Milo stepped in and, you know, I mean, he's he's not more recent, but, I mean, he's he's been huge with a lot of the younger, um, you know, mm-hmm. kids coming up and it's it's great to see them.
1: Um, yeah, I um, Trump would have ever put pressure on Berkeley or even have talked about free speech on any campus if it wasn't for Milo. Um, and the riotous response he got literally at Berkeley in last February,
0: yeah. Now, I, I will say that I think the one setback that we did suffer was uh with the quote unquote alt right,
1: um, in yeah, um, the alt right, all that really is is what the Democrat Party was during in Woodrow Wilson's day,
0: right? Um, I mean, in Richard, Richard Spencer, who uh, I absolutely detest, I'm, I I actually end up debating more of his ilk than um, than actually liberals. But you know, he mm-hmm. he was like back in two thousand or whatever. I, I guess he fully admits that he was <laughs> that he was a full on uh, Democrat, so and a full on that would make sense lefty. So um, yeah, in fact, I guess he crashed uh, CPAC, and he he was. Yesterday, and he was advocating for um, some white
1: socialist-like uh, health healthcare system. So, um. yeah. But the thing with the alt right is that it the alt right actually was just mischievous conservative guys on the internet making memes and pissing off really sensitive liberals. Yeah. And then, and then the alt right, the alt right, the alt right. And then they kept hyping it up. They're like saying, "This is an all This is the alt right. It's a place for racists to come. Don't join it." And then, and then all these racists started saying, "Oh, I'm alt right," because there's yeah. for them when it really wasn't. But then it just became overtaken.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, it's it's and it's it's also like Gavin McGinnis said a few uh, months ago too, which I thought was an interesting perspective. All of these, all of these guys who. Um, who weren't previously racist, you know, like, like, ba- Baked Alaska is kind of a perfect example. He, he wasn't, uh-huh. he wasn't really ra- racist, and then people kept saying, y- you're racist, you're racist, you're racist, and, you know, he, he kind of had, like, a mental breakdown or whatever and just said, okay, yeah, you know, fuck it, I'm a,
1: I, I am, you know. Me, yeah. So, uh-huh.
0: yeah. That's kind of how that whole... But
1: Milo thing. hasn't had that breakdown at all.
0: Oh, no. No, My- Milo...
1: Milo talks about it, talks against it, every single time it's brought up, and people still say it. They're hoping that it'll eventually become true if they say it enough. Well,
0: well, I, I assume if you're as much of a Milo fan as... You know, I, I know that you're a big Milo fan, and I know I'm I'm a Milo fan, so, I mean, obviously, I think you've read his book. He, he spends in an... Mm-hmm an entire chapter in that book on, you know, what the alt right is, yep. Is what it's supposed to be. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Ryan, well, I know you, uh, have other things to do tonight. So I want to thank you for, uh, coming up wow,
1: on. that went by quickly.
0: The program. Yeah. Just, uh, 40 minutes roughly. And, um, any, anything, uh, where can we find you online? What's your uh, Twitter handle? And um, do you have
1: like a blog or, any, or anything? Uh-huh. So. Well, you can find me on Twitter. Just type in Ryan Marhofer. And Marhofer is spelled M-A-R-H-O-E-F-E-R, and I'll pop up. Uh, I kind of just retweet a lot of good new stuff that I don't think a lot of people have seen. Uh, I'll tweet some stuff myself. I used to tweet a lot. I just don't lot anymore. You can uh, add me on Facebook, I suppose, or Instagram. Just search my name again for any of those. Or you can uh, find me in my school newspaper. Hopefully, I'll be publishing there soon. Um, I applied to be an editor uh, for the newspaper, but everyone on the staff hates me. I don't know if I'll get the job. Uh, But, yeah, I'd say check The Panther online. The Panther as in the animal thepantheronline.com. Uh, check it Monday and see if there's an article by me there. Uh, we'll see if they keep their word. Yeah. Or you can find my one there. You can just search just search my name on Google, and it'll pop up pretty quickly. And then uh, um, there's, I wrote an article for the college fix to everything that happened. Um, that was more of a response to those who called me white privileged, and that's why I should just shut up and I shouldn't have an opinion whatsoever. So I responded to sort of that false accusation. And, um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I saw that. Well, um, you know, if if you don't mind staying after the show for a bit, I, you know, I, I perhaps have a way that we could get the article out there if, uh, if the if your newspaper won't take it, um, but anyway, folks. Uh, okay. That'd be great. Thanks for listening to the uh, to the program and watching on uh, Facebook Live, and uh, we will see you next week. And I'll announce my guests uh, on the audio segment of the podcast uh, after this. And uh, thank you for tuning in, in, guys, and good night.
1: Thank you for having me.